Welcome everyone to our latest episode of The Testing Room, where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants who have never actually consulted on a video game bring you new topics each and every week. I'm Alex, a.k.a. The Godfather. I'm Christian, a.k.a. Sudovoodoo45. I'm Preston, a.k.a. Funkadelic Jedi. Yeah, you are. And hey, so last week, if you gave it a listen, we did an awesome crossover with Jake from Two Worlds Pod, where uh, we went way longer than expected. So we have decided to push, we decided to push off uh, Metro 2033 Redux, our final part of our book club, to this week. So this week we'll be forgoing our, just what we played, and uh, we are going to dive into Metro. So we're just going to get to it. Um, and with that, Christian, I'm going to pass it over to you because you're going to bring us home on this game that you picked that I enjoyed more than I thought I would. Bring it on home. Aww, now. that's yeah. great. Good. Well, I'm yeah. excited to talk about it. So, yeah, so, because um, you guys did not actually see this cutscene last time, so I was, I had sort of just described it, but yeah. So this game, we, we're opening this part with playing the, the Polis chapter. So you get in and you finally hit Polis, so the big actually like the the main the capital of of the metro is the best way to to think about it um and boy does it feel like it like i said as soon as you one i think it's funny so right when it opens it you know it uh the the guards for that city have their night vision goggles and lasers pointed at you and they're like you know who the fuck are you coming through and then all the mix he's like oh we're nazis come to take your city and they're <laughs> yeah. like Keep messing around, dude. We're gonna fill you full of holes next yeah. time. Like, keep making these jokes. Um, which, uh, you know, since we've seen Ullman, he's made jokes, and boy, does that theme carry out throughout the rest of these chapters. And people yes. being tired of his jokes also continue uh, throughout this thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the the, the I, I still I think even coming back to it, I think this scene of the door, the the airlock opening into Polis still a hundred percent achieves what it's supposed to right like very cool like in the and the the orchestral music that starts up at that point right like when the door opens and you just see a it's a bustling city really like it's people walking around and doing their things and you just are like man this is not anything like the other metros that we've been to right um and so, the, and you get right into it. Like, you, you get dropped off, and uh, you meet the colonel, um, and you impart upon him uh, everything that, that Miller had told you, and you went and delivered the news. And he's like, uh, one, he's like, sh- he's like, I can't believe you made it here. Uh, that's insane. And two, uh, we'll be, we're going to call an emergency session right now. Um, and you go do this emergency session, and it's like all these council members of all the people that decide what the main city of Polis is going to do. And uh, you find out that uh, they basically tell you to go F yourself. Uh, for the most part, the, the and if you look through some of the notes and stuff that you can find on that level, but the, um, the overwhelming consensus is that seem, that sucks, but... You guys are super far from us, and we would rather spend the time preparing Polis to protect Polis, and we're not really interested in sending any troops to come help you at all. Uh, and um, so 
you then are in a scene with the colonel and some other of the hunters, and they're basically like, fuck this, dude. Like, we're, we're not... We're, it doesn't matter what the council says. We're going to go out and do our own thing, and we're going we're gonna to stop them. You, you muted. It says, like, Rogue One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, yep, yep. So you all make a plan, and he's like, look, there's this missile silo that we know of uh, called D6. We don't know... We don't know much information about it, but we have heard that some old world warheads are still there. And if we can get the targeting system back up, we can fire those at the nest that the Dark Ones have made near your home and fucking take this out for good. So I guess just initially I'll stop there because obviously there's, you know, little things that like right before you go meet the council meeting, I don't know if you guys know this, but you can go up to the bar and order a bunch of drinks and have Artyom get just totally smashed before he goes in and meets people. Did not get smashed. Did not either. Yeah. So it's just a little, but either way. So what did you, how did you guys feel about the the little poll section here? So I, go ahead, Preston, you start, you start. Yeah, I was gonna say like it was like a definite change. Like you've, I've always thought that like all the other places were pretty much kind of the same that you've been to, um, except like just not overrun yet. So like once you get here and you see like how bustling and how more like more of a city it actually is, and the Living other ones in, that yeah. just feel like it's more struggling. I thought these guys would be struggling just as much, but no, you got like actual like Navy SEALs essentially like holding down the fort and getting ready for it, and then they have everything that you would need, um, and it's it's more definitely more of a civilization than what we've seen before, which was very surprising. Yep. Yeah, on top of, like, it just being bigger, right, when you come in, like, everything's bigger, it was really fancy, it was really ornate, right, like, which was interesting, and I didn't know this, I looked it up, but it's, uh, it's modeled after a real station in, in Russia, uh, the Arbetskaya, and oh. they did a, if you look at images, they did a really good job at, like, if this is what it looked like now, like, in today's world, of how pretty it is, like, very ornate, it's all white, like, really, like, really pretty and ornate but like old chandeliers from the 50s because it was like redone after world war ii and stuff um but if you take that and then juxtapose it with like what would it look like in a post-apocalyptic landscape like they nailed it right they did a really cool job so um i thought that was a really nice touch and just the level of detail i i this is also a side note, but it shows a level of detail. I was really annoyed at when you look at the map during cutscenes. It shows the train station or the train loops and stuff, and it's not a perfect circle and like it's kind of off. And I'm like, well, that's annoying. Like, why would the train sta- like why would they just be kind of lazy with the map? But no, it's just like an exact map of like the actual layout of the subway stations in in Russia mm-hmm. in Moscow. Um, so I thought that stuff was a nice touch, but yeah, it. I think I agree. It, it landed like that feel of. These people are elite, both with their military and their lavish lifestyle, and they are not what you are. Like, nothing's cramped anymore, right? Like, you're not going to little corners. Like, you have all this room to walk around. And big tunnels and stairways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's interesting. I liked it. I thought it was a nice touch. Yeah. So the the next couple levels then are, so the, the mission ends up being that you were, we need to go find more information about D6. And they know that at least... They believe, they hope that some of the information is left over at the library. Now, anybody who has played Halo One knows that anytime a level is called the library, you are in for a rough time. And this game, the, the library, depository, and archives chapters uh, prove that this is absolutely still true 
for this game because boy do the enemies just not stop. So as you you head out to the library, they tell you that they'll they'll meet up with you. Um, they'll meet you there, but you you know you go and they'll try to gather some people and go. And so as you run outside, you get towards the entrance of the library and uh, you have uh, two only two hunters show up. Um, and as soon as they get there, they immediately are like form a circle and because you're about to get overran and just tons and tons of enemies come uh, to stop you from trying to get into the the library. Um, that was and- that was such a good touch when you it's like watching the stampede in the Lion King. Like when you look out, you just see all of these things like yeah. running over like the cars and, and stuff. That was very that was very cool. And so they're they're coming to the library and you're sitting there and you're you're trying to fight them off and then um, you guys get inside and then you're you, as you're running through the library because uh, one of the demons is coming down trying to bust in through the doors to try to get after you guys. So you get in through the second set of doors and he's they're still trying to come. They're like, "Yo, you gotta like figure out a, like go try to get that door open while we hold this one barricaded because this thing is gonna keep trying to bust in." And as you run up the stairs, you see all these weird this a new enemy type has showed up where these weird tentacles are hanging from the ceiling. And you're like, oh, I hate this. I don't want anything to do with this. And you're trying to dodge them because they'll just whip up and, and hit you. So you have to like dodge around them, run around, and then you can sort of stick your head through, and there's like a little, you know, like a the beam that is holding the door shut. So you shoot that, make it through that way. Um, and you're, as you're through on your way to, uh, the, as you've made your way further into the library, one of the hunters that you're with, uh, gets injured and the one guy, and I knew this was coming too, is one guy was like, all right, dude, I got to get him back to Polis so he doesn't die. So just get to the archives on your own. And when you find your thing, like, you know, we'll, we'll I'm going to get people to meet back up with you, but you keep going. And, you know, we'll meet you when you're done with the archives. And I was like, of course I have to be by myself. And, now, yeah. all, all, and he lets you know, too, like, by the way, look out for the librarians because they're fucking nasty. And you get a one glimpse of them in this movie with these, like, big sort of, like, gorilla-looking... Very gorilla-like, yeah. ...like uh, enemies. And, boy, now, I know this because I had I remembered it. I didn't remember until a section that I'll talk about here. But um, if you try to fight these things straight up and just put bullets into them, it does not go your way ever. Um, so the trick is uh, just two nice little flame grenades, uh, little Molotov cocktails, and they poof, go bye-bye. Um, the only reason I remember this is because sometimes you can get it if one with just one if it keeps... If you hit them directly on and the flame stays on them, it will do constant damage. And so, but the reason I remember this is because I had a, a a moment. So after you drop down and you see one of the librarians in the next section, he's sort of hunkered over eating some corpse or whatever. And I remember thinking that it was one of the funniest steam achievements that I had gotten to that point um, because if you throw a flame grenade at him. Because of the, the 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 script on that on that encounter is that um, the librarian will jump through the hole in the roof to try to run away from you so that he can jump out later and come hit you as you're going through. Mm-hmm. But if you throw the flame grenade on him, he will be on fire 
and still jump and do his thing, but then he'll die somewhere in the ceiling. So as you're running around, you'll just the Steam achievement will pop up that you killed one, but it won't be anywhere near you and you won't know it. And so I I remembered that from that moment, so I was like, oh right, the flame grenades are for you. And so I hit him with it, and then it went and happened again. I was like, hell yeah, that still works. So, um, but yeah, so you go through that, um, and uh, as you get deeper and deeper through the depository, you start making your way towards the archives, and they the librarians sort of switch up to a little new super version, which they're like much darker. They're like almost like a like a pitch black like color, and. Um, with like really crazy red eyes this time and uh, those take even more damage and at a certain point like so for me like I was just like they I they kept coming and I was running out of ammo and I was like fuck this and so I just ran I just ran all the way through that section and then got to the archives get to the archives you find um, the d6 paperwork uh, and then it starts to fade out to the next section, but I'll stop, I'll stop right there. So for those three, so the library, the depository, and then the archives when you're down in the, in the, the muck below and jumping on all those little like broken platforms and stuff. So where, how did you guys feel about those three sections? So this was the first part of the game that was legitimately scary to me. Mm-hmm. And... So first of all, let me go back real quick. When you run in the room, um, the weird tentacly creature things I found very odd and somewhat out of place because you've never seen them before. You never see them again. They're just like there. Yep. And they're hanging. Just in the, they're just in the library. Around, yeah. And you shoot them and they can like, they'll curl up and then yep. like you can run through and, and no big deal. And then a few minutes later, they'll come back. I just thought they were very odd. Um, but when it came to the librarians, I I don't like the sound they make. I did the stealth version, which is not stealth. I did not kill any of them. So you just ran the entire time. Yep. Huh? You just ran the entire time. No. Well, yeah. Yes and no. So I ran from the first one, and he jumped up, and then I found one of the uh, Metro logbooks, the the journal entries. Yeah. And if you read it. It talks about staring them down yep. and not still. moving. If you stand yep. still, they stare at you and then will like challenge you. And it's really interesting. They kind of like beat their chest or mm-hmm. they like make, jump forward. But if you don't go too close, they'll walk off. So at first it wasn't bad. So the first one, like I ran and I got the book and I was like, okay, interesting. So let's try that. So I stared at no big deal. And I'm like, I was, but here's where I get confused. I'm like, all right, so this dude, is he just like, why is he jump scaring me? Like, I don't get it. But then I made it to like the fourth or fifth room. And Where the one, one grabs you from meeting. the... No, no, no. Oh. So I made it past that part, right? But I come out of this and I'm and one, he's, he's staring at me. He's like beating his chest. And then I see another one come behind him and drop the hole. And I go, oh, it's not one that's messing with its bunches. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, no. No. Yeah. So then I got to mm-hmm. other places, and I would be like staring one down. I would see another one coming. And I was like, "This is the worst." Um, and then there were—I think I died one time because even if you're staring one down, it has a tr- a path of like a train. Like it will not stop. Yeah, and it touches um, you. And yeah. there were a couple I had to learn there. Um, but I did that stealth part all the way through, 
until we got to the black ones. There's one where you have to fight it, um, like coming out of an elevator. I shot him and yep. ran to the door. And then um, the others you encounter in the muck that are sleeping, I walked the joystick, like held and walked and snuck past everything because I wanted zero part of them. Mm-hmm. So you'll the see end, in I my footage. Zero part In my footage. So I that's what I did my first playthrough. And I'm so actually, I'm glad that you mentioned that because that... It's something that I remember, but it's because I know about the problems when all multiples show up. I'm like, fuck this, I'm killing these things now. But it's actually, it is, I think it's a testament though. That is, I love that they include that in the notes, right? Because then it makes, it's one of those things where when somebody finds, you're like, well, were you not reading the notes that you picked up? And you're like, well, no. And they're like, well, you should have been reading the notes then because you're picking up notes from survivors, right? So I actually, mm-hmm. I do I do love that they include it like that. And it is really neat to see it happen the first time, right? Like where you're just like... They're so ugly and sc- I it just is, don't like them. It, it like is, them. but it's cool when, you, when game design works like that, right? Like when you see a moment like that and you're like read it and you're like okay well let's try it and then like it works and you're like the game just taught me something and it didn't have to do it in mm-hmm. some hand-holdy shitty way like it does it in a like it's it teaches me within the game right like it's cool so that is good when you look at my footage i am whipping sticky grenades at these things and then like <laughs> not and stuff i'm just like fucking burn in hell die you piece of shit and then i keep running so it's really because uh, in my footage i go full rambo on these things but um but yeah it is, uh, it, 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 they, they are something. But yeah, so how, how did you feel about these sections, Preston? So uh, I was playing this late at night at first. I'm like, yeah, I'll get this like, bright, sunny outside the library. I'm like, okay, I can handle this just fine. I got Marines with me. Like, this is going to be easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, so we get into the part, and then when the bitches come in and take out your friend, and that's why I have to stay there. And you see that one in the background, and he actually does say, like, hey, don't worry about shooting them. Uh, you can either run or you can stand your ground. And they don't I tell you at first that that's a way like to actually you can get through it. They just yeah. like you can find out what happens and stand your ground kind of deal. Um, so I'm going through it. I'm doing the whole like stealth or just standing my ground type of deal. I'm kind of just doing that routinely. But I get to a point to where there is a door. And I love the how they, they did doors in some of these parts to where you, you can't open up all the doors. Some of them you have to bash down and your back is going to be towards those dudes. So it's like they're going to come attack you if your back is turned towards them. So you're like bashing this down, like looking around, like I'm doing like one of these numbers as if like I was there in real life bashing and going, oh, oh, oh just stop doing it. <laughs> and like I got to get through. Um, you realize you learn how to knock down one of those doors pretty quickly compared to how you used to be able to knock down those doors in the game. Um, but I, I can't wait you for you guys to see my footage because because I'm like murdering these down. things. There's like I'm like laxadaisically looking through like collectibles and like different oh, things because yeah, I know sure. that they're all like I murdered them all yeah, and it's gonna be yeah. it's so but yes it is true when you do it this way when you do it your guys this way it is that's exactly how it's supposed to feel sure. is you're sitting there banging down the door being like please don't hit me please yeah. don't hit me yeah so um, I will I will say Preston I never played a single minute of this game at night oh no I started and like so like the part the you you see the first one of those librarians go in the door like okay now you're gonna go in there by yourself. And, like, it shows you the kind of first opening scene of, like, you're going into a darker, like, underground spot. Like, we'll be playing the rest of this during the daytime now, and we'll save right here. So it took me more than a day to finish this uh, part. Did, um, the, did the, the grab through the bathroom wall get the both of you? Yes. Yes. That, that was my yes. first, like, fuck you moment. Towards, like, coming through, and, like, you, you go the, the, the loot the guy just like I did in the like, first part. And 
the dude grabs you and like, okay, they wanted you to do this. You had to do mm-hmm. this. It got uh, me almost every time too, because they also yep. do it through like a sewer or like a grate later times, on. Yeah. Just like, why? Yo, oh, yeah, and the when you're in going through the vents, yeah. So the I'm doing all the sneaking around. I'm standing my ground, that kind of deal. Just trying to do it well. I, I'm not shooting any. To me, I don't think I can kill these guys, and if I do try, I'm just gonna get frustrated and with bullets, you, like, you no. can't. You could you could put yeah both with bullets you can't. But I didn't even try. Yeah. To be fair, like I still forgot about grenades this entire run through. Like, I just totally forgot about grenades, um, which would have helped out in the later part. Um, but so I'm going through, knocking down those doors, and I get to a part to where I don't notice the uh, the metal door I can get through at one point. So I'm running around, like just looking around, still stealthing these guys and staring them down. Like, where the fuck do I go? So I'm like, okay, I'm getting frustrated. Go to a walkthrough. I'll just look at the part right here to find out where I need to go, and then I'll stop the walkthrough and just continue on until I get stuck again, and I'll, I'll pull back at the walkthrough. I kind of did that a few times to where if I got lost, I pulled the walkthrough to find out where I was going next because I didn't want to beat my head against the wall. And did of course, you use the compass at all? I did, but the issue was it was showing me where to go, but like I thought that wood door was locked. I didn't walk up to it close I enough see. to find out how to okay. open it, and it was metal, so I definitely knew I couldn't bash it down. So where, I just thought that was... Where is this compass we speak of? Well, it's you the, press uh, the, select, the, the, the bulletin board you pull up. The bulletin board pops up and the compass tells you where to go, where your objective's at. Did you not use that in the entire game? Because we talked about the first part. We did. It has your objectives written on it? No. Yep. Okay. Well, it, it shows you where to go. Um, <laughs> the, it, it, the compass changes with an arrow to like your objective. And um, it's one of the first tutorial prompts. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I didn't use cool, cool. I actually don't remember. I, don't, I actually don't recall getting lost in, in that game, surprisingly enough. But oh, yeah. yeah. So I got lost. I looked at tutorials, and I'm the, the dude I'm watching the tutorial for is just booking it the entire way through. I'm like, no shit. I'm like, bet. Just ran through the entire rest of this part. I'm like, you know, I'm not dealing with you fucking guys. And guess what? You usually don't catch up to me very well. So it's all down to beat down a door or do something like that. I am running 90% of this time now. So that's what I did. I went through 90% of that time, did all the platforming, through all the stairwells and all that kind of stuff towards the end. And yeah, I, stairwells I ran through. Yeah. I, I did. I did press the speed run of that section for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, it, it was a good part, but it was very quick for me. And they do nail the feeling of like, so when you get through the final door into the archives and you get to the metal door and he shuts it, it is this feeling of relief. Like you can even tell RTM was like, oh, fuck it. Well, thank even God. Even going through that elevator done. scene, like you get pushed in the elevator. Like, also, like, were you, did someone pull you through to that elevator? Because it looks like you fall down and then like, I don't. I don't think I'd noticed him, like, if he was pushing himself towards the elevator. I thought he was getting dragged by something towards the elevator. No, he, so you, Artyom is, he pushes himself in the elevator to hide okay. from the demon. And I the thought he was getting dragged, and I was trying to figure out what that was. But the reason that you think that is because right after that, so when they start to fight, a second librarian does grab you in the elevator, yes. and that's when you get yanked down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so then the next the next section is called Driving to Sparta. Um, so as soon as you get out of the archives, obviously Miller shows up in the car, and you're just like, oh, thank God. Yeah, like, super relief, yeah. The the homies are here, and I have a turret car, so we're good. And we're, we're supposed to be heading to the next, basically the the hunter outpost mm-hmm. um, that, will, that will lead us to hopefully we'll get to D6, right? That's what we're trying to get to. Um, yeah, so you get to the church, yeah, so you're, so the, the thing that I remember, or that I have here is, so, in this section, I love, you see, you get in the car, first of all, you go to get in the car, and they're like, hey, by the way, Khan told us where you would be, which is really weird, I don't understand how he would have known, but you're right here where he said you would be, 
And I was like, well, if Khan's back, that means that shit's about to get weird again. <laughs> it's the last episode. I got it. You said yeah, it. Yeah, and the uh, spoiler alert: he does make shit weird once again as soon as he shows up. I was so um, happy to see him. Oh my god! Yeah, Can so I it's say, cool. Before we before you get to the the detail in the car, yeah, was so yeah. good. Like you're riding three yeah. across the bench, and the music's yeah, so, playing. There's like so that's what I was gonna get. So, so if my thing is so you 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 gotta love the rock and roll that starts playing as soon as you get in there. <laughs> And the song is playing, so you get to the church, and everybody there, it's just, you can tell that, so one, this is a nice touch that I love, this is not a city, and this is not an outpost at all, this is a hunter, like, barracks, because you walk up to the shop over there, and he's like, yo, just take, take whatever you want, you can trade in. Get what you, get what you need. It has no money, does not matter, and you can customize and add all these different attachments, because you're going to war. So, like, take what you want. Now, I don't know what you guys ended up picking. Uh, I took the automatic uh, shotgun yes. revolver. Like, the machine gun shotgun thing. Uh-huh. God damn, that gun is good. It does That's eat through good. your ammo. And it does tell you that it's about to eat through your ammo. But boy, does it work. Um, yeah. And I, I got one of the assault rifles from there, too. Um the little, I don't remember what it's called, but the FAMAS looking one that's yeah. like the, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I've, I, I, I took that one. Um, but yeah, so you get up to the top of the church, and who is waiting for us there but our boy Khan. I'm not going to do And I know, it's fine. But he, uh, <laughs> so you go to talk to him, and uh, he basically lets you know, like, one, he's like, yo, it's good to see you again, obviously. He's like, but if, if you're here with all these people, then it means that this is, you're you're going for the end of the journey here, and he goes. But and he does in typical con fashion. Um, he does leave you with a little bit of sage like wisdom, where he's like, "Hey man, like just remember, we we don't know anything about this particular world that we're in, and we don't know anything about the dark ones. So like the Homo Novus, they might not even be the the enemies." Like, we don't know. They could also be running from something just like we are. Like, we have no idea, right? So he's like, so just keep that in mind as you're going forward. Um, which we will get to later. So, but yeah, so you get down and basically the colonel lays out the plan. He's like, look, this is the path that we need to take. But we, based off this, there's not that much information. But I think we have a general location for where d6 is supposed to be we have to do that we have to get the missiles primed and ready to launch and then there's a tower near there that we'll be able to use and if we can get the missile sighter to go and sight it somebody who is back at the control center in d6 can fire those missiles and we can fucking wipe these people out these things out uh so next then starts dark star so i'll finish this one and then we'll we can talk about the these two sections there but yeah, so um, as soon as we're on our way to the Dark Star facility, um, like I said, Khan clearly made things weird because RTM immediately passes out and has uh, a vision. Um, and the note that I have is that uh, the Dark Ones really want RTM to come and hang out at the barbecue. They really want him to be <laughs> be one of them. Um, but they actually, so they show you know flashes of the old world, and they're like. You know, we like come with us, like we want to. It we want to 
breathe and walk under the sun again. Like, so come, you know, come be part of us or whatever. Um, and then obviously this entire time you can sort of see and hear people sort of saying our team's name. It's people obviously calling to you, telling, like, you know, trying to get you back up. And you hear right in the beginning there, uh, I think it's, I think it might be Miller, but they're like, you know, get more smelling salts and like shoving them in your face to like wake you up from this vision. Um, so yeah, but you, you wake up and you're right in front of what is essentially the, the, the dark star so leading to, leading to D6. And, um, so before I, before I get to that next section of any, where, what happens after you wake up on the car, but let's, so let's talk about that. So, so Darkstar and uh, driving to Sparta, where, where are you guys yeah. at? Pressing, go ahead. No, yeah, it's uh, the little drive was nice. Like it's, I love how this game really does well of putting you in the character. Like getting out of that building and then seeing those dudes drive up, you just like sigh of relief, like fucking finally, thank God we're back to this to where I have teammates. We're gonna get in the car. We're gonna go somewhere. Like worst case scenario is I get in a turn, I shoot some things on the way, which we don't even have to do. Uh, we get to the church. It has that very cool of like suit up motherfucker. Cause we're going to hell. I'm like, okay, all right, let's do it. And you go upstairs and like, I know they mentioned, uh, seeing Khan, but then like going up there, seeing him, I'm like, yo, it's Khan. Go to talk to him. You see the little uh, diary that's right there next to him. And you, again, putting you in the, uh, the seat with the character, like even in his notes, he's like, man, it was good to see Khan again. And like, great to see like, glad to know he's still alive. I'm like, yeah, me too, man. I'm, I'm right there with you. And again, and you, you know, say, like cool. advice. Is like with that in that scene really quick, like when you're with like the old religious like art and stuff that's yeah, on the, the wall behind Khan. Yeah. Like, dude, like really works in yeah. that in that in that scene. And then you go back to talk to uh, the other dude next to the, uh, the the radio, and he's got all the plans out there. So you kind of he kind of fills you in again. You pass out and things like that nature. Uh, but then he gives you the options like, hey, are you good to go or not? You walk away, you go fill up your ammo, anything like that. He's like, we let you know now. There is no, like, other pit stops on the way there. You are going yep. to the end now. Um, mm-hmm. And you need everything you need right now. So it's, yeah, we go to that. And then it's off, and we're going now to, I think he said, the Dark Star. Uh, yep. that, that way. And, yeah, it's it, it was a nice little breather moment before the onslaught of fucked up shit we're going about to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I appreciate the fact that they didn't force you into the turret, right? Like, yes. so many games would have taken that opportunity to be like, oh, now that the bad's happened, hop in the turret, and you have to shoot your way through or whatever. Like, I appreciate they didn't do that. And like you said, Preston just gave you a second to breathe, but also gave you a second to live in that character with the other guys. Yes. Like, you're, you hop in that car and you realize, like, this is where, they're out here all the time. Like, that's what they do. They're just patrolling yep. out here all the time, right? Like, so, this like, is the hunter life. Yeah, yeah, so I thought that was cool. Um, and this starts. This will hold true from now until the end of the game. We see we see some of the spookiest stuff moving forward from here, but it was all really comfort. Like I was never scared from this point on because I had a team with me. Even though it's a team of AI, they're so talkative and so involved with the world going around that you felt like you were playing with other characters. So like I actually felt empowered to move through the rest of these sections totally fine without being too scared because like you had these companions with you, which is a really nice touch and felt really good. Um, the con comment that you made Christian about like, Hey, you know, we don't really know about this world. 
In retrospect, we'll talk about this when we get to the end here. I don't love that comment. Um, and we'll talk about it why when we get to the end. But I, it didn't really hit me until after the fact. But I don't, I, I don't like it. So I'll tell you why in a bit. Okay. That's I fine. Just, I didn't, that comment didn't stick out to me until you said it again. Like until you brought it up here. And like in talking about it, I don't love it. So anyway. Okay. That's fine. I just so, want to forget. So I wanted to tell you that now. So the next two sections that happen then are called Dungeons and Caves. So yeah, so Dungeons opens up with, like Preston was saying, the shit pops off. So you, you guys are in this car. And again, I do, it is, like you guys have both said, it is great to have a full squad of capable people for this moment because the 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 waves of enemies that come for you at this point are reflective of the fact that you have six capable people around you right yeah. and so and i do love that this game looks at you and goes you're gonna want the flamethrower for this part like yeah, you, you, you I can, kept you, I kept it for as long as I could from here back on. Back in the cart, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. like you can, it's like you can switch it out with your like. We took one of your guns away and set it right next to you, so you can you can be done with it after this. But you're gonna you're gonna want it for this part. And boy, do because the like, it's really like a like a World War Z kind of like they're like clamoring through this yes. door. Like there's so many of them. And so you're just letting it rip with the flamethrower and whatever else, and they're all shooting and doing this thing, and they're trying to get the car to start to keep going, and as they're trying to get it to start, what shows up but an anomaly that you can see off in the distance, they're like, fuck, the anomaly's coming, you're just like, oh shit, like, so they're going, obviously, in true fashion, they get started right at the final moment, and you start driving away, and then it fucking explodes behind the door and takes the rest of those things with it, but... Yeah, so you have that section, um, and as you're going through uh, the rest of this, you're you know you're climbing through these different little, basically broken down tunnels and and different things, and as you're in the middle of so uh, this is part of what I was saying earlier, Olman is just yucking it up. He's yes, just he making is, jokes yeah. left and right, and the colonel is like. If you do not stop, when we get back, I am going to make you clean the entire hideout with a fucking toothbrush. Like, stop. Like, it, you, it is enough. Like, we are in the middle of doing some wild shit here. And it's just so funny because you just, Ullman's just like, it's not going to stop me. I'm going to keep making shitty jokes the rest of this. But, um, so, but then, yeah, as you're, as you're going down, um, unfortunately, uh, through one of the doorways, uh, one of the one of the one of the baddies um, snacks our boy Boris, uh, and that's the first one to fall. Uh, so we had to pour one out for our fallen soldier there. Uh, Stepan is very upset at his boy Boris being done. He vows nothing but the swiftest revenge on on all of these people uh, that that got him dead. And not shortly after that, but Stefan himself also ends up getting smoked right after that. So a little, little double whammy. Um, but as you get through towards the end of the section and you guys are running, you guys, you know, the team is obviously just a little upset that two hunters are now dead because of, you know, what happened there. Um, right after that, when you're trying to figure out uh, what's next... Um, in this in the cave section here uh a spooky ghost train shows up a metro train controlled by nothing and no one shows up 
And the only explanation that either Owen, between the Omen, the Colonel, anybody that can figure out is it this part of the Metro still must be running on an automated schedule. So I say it's the only it's the only thing we've seen at that point that actually has like power. Yeah, like just its own power, like running lights are on inside of it. It's coming yep. through, like which mm-hmm. which does make sense, right? If D six has has been largely untouched and it's still unlaunched, it would make sense that some of its systems are still going. I think even mm-hmm. the colonel makes a, a comment where he was like, you know, this this old Soviet stuff is built to last. Like it wasn't, they didn't build these these parts of the of the of the country to that. They didn't think we were all going to die, right? Like, this was all... It was all supposed to last forever. Um, but, yeah, so with those two sections there, I'll stop because then we've got, you know, a bigger set of three sections coming up. But, yeah, so where, where were you guys at for Dungeons & Caves here? Um, yeah, I mean... So, again, I liked having the group. It was a really nice mix of... I feel good. We're moving through this well, but like tension at the same time because there were there was a lot going on, right? There were a lot of enemies and stuff, but it was they were super capable. You didn't have to run to every NPC and kill the thing killing like attacking them, right? Like other again, something other games are going to do. Other games are going to be like your friends are getting attacked, go save them, go save them. They didn't do this. Like they can handle their own, which is great. Um also for the year this game came out, and I forget now what was it? This is 2011. When did this game come out? Oh, uh, here you keep talking. I'll look. Hold on. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but like, I I also think that in general, for the year this game came out, it was quite an accomplishment to have as much dialogue for these characters that they had, and a solid AI for them yes. because yeah. they talk. 2010, March, the whole, March 16th, 2010. Okay. They talk the whole time, but they never repeat dialogue. They're never like, it, but it's like full blown conversations about the environment. So I think it's a pretty good accomplishment for a game of that time to have such competent, capable AI sure. um, to make you feel like that you're part of a team in this lived in world. So yeah, I liked it. Look, I mean, you know, people are gonna die, right? Like going into it, you knew there was no way you come out of this these two sections um, with a full six people intact, and you didn't. Um, I think they killed off the right ones to make to be impactful but also like it's kind of the tropey like the two best friends are the ones that go right one can't be without the other sort of thing um but i thought it was fine but yeah i think this game ratcheted up a little bit when you get to the train and the train shows up on its own and you're like and okay like there's been a lot of mysteries but mysteries i can't answer we don't know the anomaly and the ghost stuff and so on but like this is the first mystery where you're like i think i can get an answer here let's go check it out so yeah I like the section. It was good. Um, I have a little bit of a different feeling on this section, mostly due to my own problems. Uh, so oh, yeah. <laughs> so you get to the church, you stock up, right? I think I'm all stocked up on everything I need. So I'm not doing a super, super hunt. Like I'm looking around for like books and fun little stuff, so like the tapered quarter on that one couch, things of that nature, which also was playing some nice rock and roll as well. So that was fun. Um, but I end up passing up a handful of filters uh, so when I finally get to the cave, uh, I'm sitting here, I'm, we're in down there, we're using our masks, we're hitting like the waves of enemies like right before the end of the cave section. And all of a sudden, we finish off those big, big wave. You get down to the bottom, there's like kind of it's like a little bit of water kind of waiting down there. 
and you're, you're fighting off these waves of enemies, and you got a bunch of like the wall crawlers that are screaming at you too. You fight all those, and right at the end of you fighting all those, Artyom takes off his mask because you ran out of filters. So when you run out of filters in the game, he takes off the mask automatically because you can't breathe without those filters on, I guess. So yeah, you take off the mask, and you're going up, you're walking that little small hallway to where there's a door, and they're talking, they're yapping, and you're sitting there going, <gasps> and he's like, I'm like, dude, open the fucking door, because I know there's a checkpoint right beyond that door. And every single time, they just talk just enough to where, like, I took off that mask, and you die right before they finish the whole section. And I'm sitting there, I, me- I message these guys, and I'm like, yo, what am I forgetting? What am I missing? Like, am I not pressing the right button? Like, I thought that you just press the button to change the filters, but I have zero, zero. And it'll stay, like, to zero, zero for, for a handful of minutes. Like, there wasn't until, like, I was like, fuck this. I'm looking around this entire room while they're fighting. Like, I'm going to scour this room because there's got to be filters in there. Yeah. No filters in that room by the way. Uh, so I'm scouring the room and I got to a point where he actually takes off the, fi- the mask like towards the end of the battle because I wasn't helping out the battle. Um, so I'm like, fuck. I'm like, well, luckily Christian's like, Christian's like, even like, there's plenty of checkpoints here. You can go back to the other section. And luckily, we are a badass crew of six. So like, we're pretty much, you pretty much fly through that first section of like the dungeon, like right before the cave. Like you're walking through there. The only thing that's stopping you from going any faster is just waiting for those doors to open and getting through some of the waves of those enemies. And right, sure as shit, like right at the beginning when he says, check out the room to the left. First time I went through there, I walk right past that fucking room. Be like, no, nah, we're fine. We're good. Like, what am I going to I'm like, look through. I'm like, look over there. I'm like, I see like the, the tape recorder. I didn't pay attention to the lockers there. And that's where you get those filters that you really needed. Like, you get like three filters like right there for that last section. There's, there's filters and masks that litter that whole section because there's no shops coming mm-hmm. up, right? So they're, yeah. they're everywhere, they like everywhere, on all yeah. the bodies and all the other stuff. So yeah, so yeah, he yeah, just I, happened to miss them. I had to redo the, the dungeon section and majority of the cave section. Uh, but it was fine. I got through it and we were to power through just fine. Uh, but that did frustrate me a little bit. Um, but to be fair, he did tell me to go fucking check out that room. So I probably should have listened to what the AI was telling me at the time. Yeah. Um, and then I finally get to that door. I open the door and we go through a little bit more and get to the subway system. And yeah, I think that's all I have for that section. But it was fun. Again, it was just nice for that nice change of pace of I feel like a badass. Uh, you're in the back of that car, mm. the flamethrower section. Uh, that was the first section I mainly died on uh, because I was just letting it rip with that flamethrower and didn't realize you had to pump uh, that, that thing back into it. So like, oh, oh yeah. So I make the mistake and like I'm just having a pump it and there's like two of those monsters going on both sides and I just get mauled to death. I'm like, okay, let's go ahead and do this and then like at a slow point toward like there's a slight pause and I got through it just fine. But I th- this is probably the section I probably have the most difficult uh, time with outside of another spot and later on we'll talk about at the very end where I also got stuck, which I didn't mention to you guys about. We'll talk about that when we get to there. I yeah. think I yeah. I, I broke I, a I'm, section of the game is what happened. I'm, I'm sure I can think of it. I, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I know what section it is. But yeah, so then the next uh, the next three sections here we'll just do right away. So D6, uh, Biomass, which is an apt name for that section. Yes. And then uh, and then separation. Um, so like I said, so this starts with the ghost train, and you guys are heading over to to the remnants of D6. And once you get in there. Um, there are these weird, creepy eggs that start that are literally in the walls as you're taking the elevator down, um, and you can just tell these are not going to be very fun. This is not this is not bode well for my time in this in this section. 
Um, so you're running around and you are getting uh, towards, you know, you're trying to, basically you're trying to find the information on this, on this section, right? So eventually, um, as you make your way through, you find the old uh, Soviet, like, like war terminal, like control center, essentially. And um, they basically go down, they go, oh shit, like this is, not only is this it, but like, it's, it was true, like, D6 actually is still active, and it does have all the missiles. Like, all the power is out, and we'd have to restore power to it, but, like, it's there. Like, we, it, it can launch missiles, right? Um, so, you're like, okay, well, you guys stay back, and, uh, well, also, at first, Ullman's supposed to come with you. Um, so, you all three leave, and then the eggs start to hatch, and weird, mm-hmm. creepy, gross, floating things. I don't even know what to Rolly call them. nasty bitches. Uh, <laughs> these come out. And They're like wisps. They kind of like rolled along the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so as soon as you kill the first one, uh, the colonel turns around. He's like, all right, well, we have to go now. And Ullman, you have to stay back and guard the center. Because if it gets overran, then we're fucked. So you stay back with the other... I can't remember the other guy's name. But you, guys, you stay back with the other guy. And you guys can do this, and then me and RTM will will go. So you're descending further into D6, and about halfway through... So now, it should be noted, I don't know if either of you guys tried this, but if you shoot the eggs before they hatch, like while they're just glowing on the roll, you can kill them without anything yep. coming out. Oh, okay. I did that I every, I did time. every time. Nope. Yep. Nope. I, I waited. shot them... Shot a first one, it didn't pop out, and I was like, well, that's what we're doing from now on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so you do that, and you just you, you go down the line. Um, now, it also should be noted that this is also, because there's no shops left, um, this was a perfect time to switch your ammo over to the old world ammo that does, that lights enemies on fire because of how much damage it does. Um, so that is also super helpful. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, as you're going through, you start, like, we're descending further into D6. Ullman, once again, decides that uh, he wants to be Mr. Funny Man and gets the old uh, intercom system working and decides to start talking about, oh, we're the old ones and rah, 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 And the colonel is like, I'm going to fucking kill him. Like, when we got, I'm going to kick his ass, like, 100%. Um, but, so, you, you, as you get further into it, that's when we start to hit... Uh, the section biomass, and it is just this weird, organic sort of. Uh, it's just like a set of. It's just like a, a bunch of goop. It's that like has... if you could picture in a movie, right? Like, I, I think we've seen this before. Like a big bioe mass that was just like a brain controlling you know, something, and like it's, under it's a building. Not, it's like it's not unlike of... the last game that we play. It's not unlike. Inside the weird, big yeah. blob like yeah. thing at the end so, of it's it's kind of it's it's a lot more fleshy than that. It but it reminds is like me that. a lot of Starcraft and the creep that the Zerg have. Like you have the main base, which yeah. is this weird, creepy, mm-hmm. organic That's thing, fair. and they have that yep. weird creep that kind of comes out from it. That goes okay. Yep. Remind me of love. That is that is totally fair. Um, but yeah, so as you go down, you get little glimpses of it um, in the elevator. And you're just like, oh god, this is this is not gonna be good, and it is just as gross as you think it is, and so you're just sort of stomping through, just mucking about, getting out, 
and you are finally making your way to the control part or the the where the main the power uh, silos are for for D six, um, and Almond's like, let's let's try to get this first one going, and as soon as you do it, the weird fleshy goop shoots one of those things at you in the window and starts and it explodes, and the colonel's like, all right, well. Fuck, dude! Like you're gonna have to. I'll try to distract this thing up here, and you're gonna have to go out there and and get this going. So first thing is activating the crane system that will let you do it. So there's the doors that you have to open to like to like start the power generator to mm-hmm. get it going, and then you get over to the cranes. And I think the note that I have is uh, this is the easily the grossest crane mini game that has ever been in video games. Yeah, um, because you're just yep. over the big weird fleshy pit and lining it up. Uh, with like the little screen in the bottom right to like get it right over, and I love the the old Soviet voice that's like uh, like the computer Soviet voice that's like telling you when you're over the thing and like able to drop it down. Um, it's it it works, but yeah. So you you, you pull up all of the uh, the the power nodes, activate them, and then uh, it's getting very dicey in there because the entire time you're in that crane. It is shooting stuff at you. It is it is throwing its the biomass at you, and trying to take down the crane um, for whatever. It's just it's just not happy that you're in its space. Whatever this new organism might be, um, but you don't have time to deal with that because you have another different organism to try to kill. So you are you you leave there and you're going through this. You finally get up to the elevator and you're you're trying to. Uh, get back outside so you can make your way to the tower now that everything is that is updated uh, or everything's back on with power and in this section you're going up and it's actually so I I like this part too you're in the elevator and you're catching glimpses and you and the colonel both catch glimpses of the old Soviet weapons storage uh, basically air like hangar that has been untouched like Tarps are still over certain vehicles. There's tanks. There's weapons, and the colonel actually remembers this time. He, he remembers this time, and so he's like, "Man, you just you youngins don't know what it's like, man. This was the good that over there in that room. That's the good stuff. And one day, we are gonna get it back, and we are gonna fucking walk around outside again, and we won't have to worry about any of this bullshit that we've got going on right now." Um, but yeah, so that's, and that's, you know, obviously where the section ends, you get, you, we get the missile targeter and we are, um, that it, it sort of fades to black for the, for the next section and we'll, we'll catch up there. But yeah, so where, where are you guys at for the D6 biomass and separation? So yeah, it was, I really liked the, uh, the aesthetic of it. I'm sure they modeled it after actual like missile silos and stuff like that. So it was really cool. I, cause I've never seen that. I, I think I've seen it before in a movie maybe, but like the elevator that kind of goes along the outside of the silo kind of curves down in, yep. which is kind of cool. Um, this again is one of those, I'm, I don't know if like if they did this to kind of make, have you give a feeling or if this happened to you guys. But again, I started running a little low on those filters. Uh, luckily I started paying attention a little more to where they are laid about the levels. Uh, but there's been some times to where, like, it was, I was starting to lose it. And then there's one part to where I actually, he took off the mask. And I'm like, I better find a filter right fucking now because I'm not doing that section over again. And I actually, like, there was, like, a little, like, it was, like, they knew you are going to run out or be very close to running out at that point. 
Because like right there, like next to an elevator, is one of those little boxes you can open up and yeah, find. You can open a full new mask and filters. Yeah, yep. full new mask and everything. So like, okay, thank God they kind of understood that they meant for you to almost run out at about this point, uh, just so you kind of have the feeling of that survival kind of uh, aesthetic. Um, yeah, going into there, the whole like going through there, activating uh, the crane, things of that nature, was pretty cool. Um, he says he's distracting the thing. I don't think he was doing a very good distracting the thing because my fucking crane got the shit kicked out of it. I think if I took one more hit on that crane, I would have been done. I don't know if that was like if it if the crane damage progressed based off of what thing what parts you were picking up, or if it just I just because I did take a little long getting to the second one, not knowing that the thing was fully up, or just not knowing if I actually completed that first one because you got to do three yeah. of those pieces, I think, three or four of them. Yep, it's and three, it shows yeah. it to you like a little little map on there, but I didn't know that I was fully finished with that first one until a hot second later. I'm like, oh, I've been getting my shit pushed in before I even got to the second one. I think I was on the verge so, of almost not completing that the first it time. It is time. It is time based. So if you sit there long enough, it will take you down. Yeah, he does not do a very good job of distracting. I don't. Or he know. tries. I'm, I'm gonna give. He tries, but it doesn't do much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I definitely failed that section twice. Did you? So, really? Yeah, the first time, um, I really wasn't quite sure, like, what I was doing. Like, I, I didn't realize how to find the point. So, like, your light lights up when you're over top of the four green spots, and for some reason I just missed it. But also, if you get shot too many times, st- your, your whole like capsule starts to break down right so like you'll lose visibility of that um so the first time i failed it for that reason then the second time i um was just off on a couple times and took like one extra shot and same thing like it it took me a minute to get it but once i got it i was like oh, okay this, this makes sense i agree i thought the aesthetic was perfect like i'm no silo expert from the cold war but it's just the old like the computers looked old and boxy, like you would imagine computers from you know a Cold War era would look like, and um, the technology was great. So I think they nailed that aesthetic. The biomass was like perfectly disgusting. Um, it worked. I still, and this is something we can talk about here as we get to the end. I still don't feel like we're getting answers, right? And maybe those come in sequels, but like there is a biomass, and they're like our things but like we still don't know who what when no. where why they're just there we're just right? trying yeah. to stop what's current now i will like. say this game yeah when this game was announced it was announced as part of a trilogy so like it okay. was not like Fair. it was never meant to be a single one-off thing yeah so i guess that's the only thing i was missing like i would like a couple of answers but um i i loved the section i thought the section was fantastic i like when it gets to the power it's like hey you gotta go do that stuff and turn it back on like just the lights off and the way some things lit up some things didn't like the aesthetic was perfect in the yeah. section i thought it was the really change good. of the enemies was nice like you said like i didn't hit those eggs like i i wasn't aware of that so I, what i was doing is i was trying to trigger the eggs every time i'd look up like okay run forward and then go backwards real quick and then shoot them all there on the ground uh i, I had no idea you could shoot the eggs yeah, it makes the section so once you figure out you it can does. shoot the eggs, you're just like, oh, God, I can just, well, like, I'm, as soon as I see one, you're dead. I'm not even waiting for you. To, yeah, I'm not even getting close to you. Yeah. 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 So now we are at chapter, so we are the final three sections of the game. Um, and so we will go there. So we, it immediately opens up with you being caught up with present day. So it syncs up with how the intro started, right? Um and so that is it opens up with you getting moved away like moved out of the way of that car and then one of the demons knocks it the fuck over and the colonel is like 
dude, fuck, we gotta go. Like, we don't, we don't have fucking time for this. And you can see the horde is, you know, still very much in effect. It's this, just this giant thing of dark ones that are the, uh, Nautiluses, I mean, that are just running around doing this thing. And you're like, fuck, like we, it is bad. Um, and so once your, your main thing is you can see the tower off in the distance and he's like, that's, we got to get there. Like, that's what we're trying to get. And so your whole mission is to get there and boy, do they, the, the amount of enemies that they throw at you here is for real. They just, they don't stop coming. And, um, so you, you make your way through some waves of enemies. I actually like, there's a little section where they're running over this little part and the Colonel says something like, uh, you do not see us, and if you do, we taste like shit. And then you, he starts like <laughs> tiptoeing through, and um, it doesn't matter because two of them end up seeing you anyway. You shoot them, and then a bunch start coming through, and you have to kill them. And he's like, "All right, fuck it, just run. Like we just gotta get to the tower." So you get, you get to the tower, um, and uh, you're in the base of the tower. And he's like, "Well, now we got to figure out, you know, how the fuck we're supposed to get up here." And this, like, is, this oh. is where we finally come full circle, right? Like, this is where the game starts. Yeah, well, the section opens up with where you were. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah. you finally are full circle to where we started in the beginning, where it's, like, six days prior or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, but we get to the base of the tower um, after that, after this, where everything syncs up. So then you're, you're, we're at the base of this tower here, and uh, the colonel is like, all right, well, now we got to figure out how we're supposed to get up here. And he has the bright idea of, he's like, well, I'll just cut the counterweight on this elevator and it'll fling us up as far as it'll, you know, as far as we can go. That never, that's always been a bad idea every single time that that happens in everything. But yeah, so they, they do that. And wouldn't you know it, it still proves to be a bad idea because you almost get flung out of the tower itself. Artyom barely catches himself. And the colonel ends up, he gets a he's like one step higher than you or a couple floors higher than you. But he's like, oh, cool, you didn't die. Sweet. All right, well, figure out a way up here and then we'll keep going. <laughs> and the entire time you're up there, well, now, so I actually literally love this touch. As soon as you come out, you realize that the sun has started to rise. Like, it's, it's, now, it's now daylight. And boy, are there a lot of demons flying around this tower because they see you guys as some fucking snacks. Uh, that you uh, can that they can get. So you do some uh, clever uh, steel and and concrete platforming to get your way up back up to the colonel. Um, and when you catch up to him, uh, you guys are formulating a plan on how you're gonna get back up there uh, or get to the top. And one of the demons busts through the side and gives gives old Colonel what for. So you have to shoot the demon down to, to kill it, but he is he is far too wounded to, to continue this journey. And so he basically tells Ullman, like, hey, man, you're going to have to keep talking with Artyom, and he's going to have to do this alone because um, it, it's over for me. I'm done. Um, and so you make it to, uh, you get to the top of the tower, and you set up uh, after some more, some more platforming, but you set up, you get up to the top of the tower, you you set up the missile the missile guidance system, and boy do the psychological parts start here. So immediately you start hearing the voices of the the Homo Novus really kicking into full gear, um, and they're mostly repeating sort of the stop him. He's he's here to kill us. Don't stop. Don't. 
complete, you know, all this other stuff. Um, and you're immediately taken into the, the mind palace, essentially. Um, and it's clear, so I will just say, if you die in any of these sections, or if you die in any of this part, it then immediately cuts back to real life, and it was because the Homonovus had convinced you to throw yourself off of the tower, which I actually think is a really nice touch. That it's like, they there's nothing they can do physically to stop you, and so they're trying to mentally overpower you just to get you to throw yourself off the building so that you don't have to, they don't have to deal with it. Um, but, so... As you as you make your way through the different uh, this mental puzzle, I will say that even on replay, um, it, it's probably shown in the footage. This is probably the most that I died uh, in this game because uh, I forgot in the first section when you walk in in the little mind palace area. Um, there's four doors that you can choose from, right, mm -hmm. and one of them is a stone door, the other one is a stone door, and then one is a one an instant death one that as soon as you go to walk out to it, it will kill you. And then the fourth and final one that you open is will be the right the right door. Um, I had forgotten that you needed to just like open them to finally trigger the one that will have a platform to you to walk out on. And so I kept getting thrown off over and over again because I was like, I, what I would do is I would get in and I would be like, I, I would try the door on the left, let's say, and then it would open and it would be like the one that would throw you off, right? And so I'd go, oh, okay, right. It's, so then it needs to be the right door. It needs to be the one opposite from the one I just opened up. But then I would go and then that would also be one to throw you off because you need to open both to trigger the, to trigger the right one. So I probably died like, I mean, it, there's it, the footage is right there. I probably died like six times though because I couldn't remember. And I was like, fine, fuck it, I will open all four doors. And then I was like, okay, that's what I had to do. I I did. I opened all four, and I was like, I don't understand. And I was standing in the center, like looking at one of the ones that fell off. And I turned around, and there was a platform. And I was like, okay, all right. I yeah. think I died like two or three times. Yeah. So you, but you get onto the one for the platform, and then Mind Palace Maze Number Two starts, where you're just basically running through. And it's telling you one way or the other, like, you know, the, the, the homonovas are screaming at you the entire time again, and you hear Miller and some other people telling you to keep going and, you know, keep doing your thing. And um, as you uh, make your way through there, if once you get through that little puzzle, um, you will then head straight out to a new, like, what is the final part of it where... The platforms start building themselves in front of you as you're as you're running along, um, and uh, you make your way through there. And at the end of it, finally, uh, one of the it's it's I, think, I believe it's Miller, but it's the one when he hands you your first gun and he he hands you a magnum and he goes, "If it moves, kill it" or something along those lines, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and as you have the as you have the magnum. Uh, one of the homonoos is slowly walking towards you and you smoke it and then um, the ending happens and then it cuts back to to real life and RTM is sort of just sitting there watching as all of the missiles launch from D6 and head towards the, the homonovus uh, nest. They explode and 
our team is sort of sitting there at the end of it, sort of mostly talking like, I don't know if I did the right thing. I have no idea, but like I did what I felt like I had to do essentially. Now there is a second ending that I'm going to talk about. Did you really, which ending did you get? So I just want to be here. So this, the, the second ending is, um, you have an option if you have enough moral good points, which I think it's like eight or nine. It's, it's, not necessarily no, but I believe it's like eight or nine. But if you have if you have those, then you have the opportunity to shoot the uh, kickstand out from the little missile launcher to knock it over. And then there's some quotes here that happen that I'll that I'll read here in a second. But those are basically the two endings. Now, um, it should be noted that the ending that most people get their first playthrough, which is the one where the the nest is the missiles shoot at it, that is the canon ending. So the next game. Yeah. That is what happened, um, but they I added looked that this. up. I googled that. Okay, because um, I figured I had no idea. The reason I the reason I googled it is because you you know Christian you said like the, throughout this whole time we've been making decision points right yeah so like so after I got the ending things blew up I went back and I, I googled I said how many endings were Metro and I, it showed me the two and showed the other um, because. Like, that's the only place that would come into play. And you had been asked us the whole time, so I knew there was more than one ending. Yeah, but and I, I, saw say that we, that, I saw that I got the canon one. Yeah, so I will say I did not even get... The, and I was I had tried to remember where some of those moral points were, and I still didn't get enough to, to be able to, to shoot it down. So it, it's it's very... It's it's meant to happen on a second playthrough. You are not meant to get it in your, in your first one. Um, but, so the second ending, what you do is, so it's that quote from... Uh, from uh, Khan, um, where he goes, he says something along, like, you reap what you sow, RTM, force answers force, war breeds war, and death only brings death. To break this vicious circle, one must do more than just act without any thought or doubt. Um, and then, obviously, you, know, you keep going, and um, as you get done, uh, when you shoot it all, it, it, so a- after you shoot it, it goes down, um, the the uh, homonoa says it ends with saying they go we want peace and then it cuts to rtm sort of standing on the on the ledge here um and a bunch of the homonovas are standing down at the bottom of the tower and they sort of look up at rtm at the top and it's he goes on to say again similar to how he does this he goes look i stopped the war um I I have no idea. Again, once again, he still has no idea whether he made the right decision, but he realized that the the strange visions that he's been having this entire time were their attempt to reach out to humanity to try to like build the bridge. Um, and he goes, I don't know why I was the first one to communicate with them, but clearly I'm not going to be the last. Uh, you know, they're here now, and we all have to figure out a way to coexist to sort of have a future um but again it, it needs to be like i said it needs to be noted that um that is not the canon ending that the the other two games build off of so the the next two are uh built off the fact that we blew up the blew, the you blew up the net yeah. rtm blows up the nest because i mm-hmm. and i don't know this for sure because again i i've never played the other two so um and we will find out eventually uh but um, 
I do not believe that Artyom is the main character in the other. Like, he, it is, this is, it happens post, like, there's uh, uh, some years gap. So I, I think. So there's probably, probably some years where things are okay <coughs> post this yeah. blow up where he lived his life. Yeah. 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 So, but there, that, that is, that is the game. So let's, where, where are you guys at for these last three sections? So, as a whole, I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, actually. Um, it took me a little bit to get into... Like, I was into it the whole time. I thought the aesthetic was good and, and everything was good. But, like, it wasn't until probably halfway, three-fourths of the way, where, like, it really started to to, to to roll, right? Where I was like, okay, I'm really digging this. Um, I wish we got some answers. Like, we got no answers on the anomaly and, and something. And, and it, I guess, like, it, it's fine because it is an anomaly, they call it that because they don't know what it is and how it works and why these people are like trapped and not, in the cycle and stuff. And like, and, and not I think only that, a, but they, they don't yeah. have the ability to know, right? Like, there's yeah. nothing. Yeah. So I think it's okay to not have the answers, especially in the story, in in the in the view of the story, or like, yet at least. At, yeah, but as an omniscient player, when you remove yourself from the character, you're like, ah, oh, I really wish I had some answers here. Yeah. Um. When we were talking about the ending, so when I said, like, I didn't like Khan's words, it wasn't as bad there. It was just, like, as we were talking about it. I don't love, like, when you're saying, like, oh, we don't know anything about him, this and the other. It didn't seem as bad in the moment, but I don't love that touch because the ending was out of your control. For the most part. Like... I think that would have been more impactful if you, at the end, where, like, you get the magnum and you you shoot in, like, the mind palace at the Homo Novus. If that determined your ending, I think that maybe would have been a bit more impactful, right? Like, if you could hold the gun and then you had that inner dialogue that you get at the end and then could choose to fire or not, I think would be a little bit more impactful than, like... Chances are, unless you did these certain things about the game and got enough of it, you're going to get this one ending, at which point, like, it kind of nullifies his words because I can't physically impact this yeah. decision. Like, it's been made for me. So the only thing I don't love in, in hindsight, um, but I was happy with, like, the ending itself, and I like the moral ambiguity of the ending itself of, like, hey, I don't know if I did the right thing or not, but, like, I did yeah. what I had to do. I did what I started out to do and what I thought is best to save the people, so, like, it is what it is. Um... So yeah, it, it was interesting. The The only other thing that kind of bothers me on like a design level is the shadowy Homo Novus is very similar in model to the librarian. And I don't know if that's purposeful. I don't know if there's something that comes later. But like, I find that I'm, odd. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chalk that up to tech limitations. Okay. Like, I think it was just like budget and time. Like, I, I think that they just sure. were like... We'll make their arms skinnier, their legs skinnier, their face a little different. We'll make them a little bit more taller and lanky, and we'll just we'll call that. So different. I didn't, but yeah, I didn't know if there was some significance that like they were similar in model compared to everything. And maybe else. and maybe it is an offshoot, right? Like I don't I don't yeah. We, I, there could be some. I know for a fact there's answers in further games. I just don't know what they are. So yeah. it, very well, but because currently at this point humanity just doesn't have the tools to be able to even scientifically investigate these things even if they wanted to yeah yeah that's fair i all in all i liked it i'm interested to see where it goes i really want some answers now because i think they asked a lot of good questions mm -hmm. and didn't give you anything right so i'm interested in that i am a little worried 
to see the spookiness pick up as technology of the consoles get better. Sure. So I don't I don't love that. I don't know that they lean into it that heavy in the other like I don't I, I honestly don't I've heard from people that Metro like the series going forward they leaned heavier it they did a Resident Evil turn sort of where it's like it leaned heavier into the action and less into the horror where it's like you become like an armed fortress walking around just mowing things down that get into your well, way. That's fine. Right, I know, which is good for you yeah, guys. That's and I and I don't know how I feel. I, I don't know, but I, I have heard that is what I have heard. So I have okay. The the next time that my game comes around when we play the next Metro game, uh, I we will all be on that journey together. I have no idea. So yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I'll give my rating after Preston talks. So we can kind of give our ratings on how we thought, but uh, yeah, it, it was much significantly better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. Though I still sure. did not play it. Night. I agree. All right, so second section that I got stuck on, and this was one that I actually broke the game on a little bit, I think. Um, so you're running through. Uh, you get past the point where you saw in the beginning of the game, and so you're running towards a tower. Uh, you get to a section to where there's, like, this little shack. There's a shack, and there's, like, a kind of, like, hallway that has, like, a kind of awning yep. right before the tower, right? So at that point, I ran to that shack before uh, the colonel got there. It's a bug. Uh, so I get there, I'm kind of hanging out footage. there, and I guess one of the other dudes, uh, the um, Homo Novices, was coming after me, but somehow glitched out. Uh, so the Colonel kills, kills his, comes into the shack with me, and gets stuck in the shack and doesn't go forward. Now, yep. you're, oh, I'm, no. I'm going around, I'm picking everything up, I'm like, okay, well, he's not moving. I'm like, well, I found out you can go, get past him on the right side. So I run past him, I get through the Homo Novices there, and I go all the way to the tower. I'm looking around the tower like, where the fuck? I can't open I can't, up any so doors. Just so we're clear, you're not supposed to be able to get past there. I know. I so did. So you, you I broke somehow... broke the fucking game. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I got past the colonel, and that you're not supposed to. Uh, so I run all the way to the tower. I'm like looking in the tower. I'm like, you find that little side room there. It's a nice and little interesting. Nothing super crazy there. And then like you like see where that elevator door is, but you can't get in there. Because you need the colonel to help you get in there. So I'm like running around my family, like, what the fuck is going on? And so I go back to my walkthrough section, like, okay, what the fuck am I doing wrong? And sure as shit, the colonel's like, oh, come with me this way. I'm like, all right, let, let's load back the checkpoint because I fucked something up. So I go back and do it again. This time I don't fuck up the colonel, but I fuck up the homo novice to where the colonel says, like, oh, we're going to go forward. And right as he moves forward, the homo novice teleports into that shack. And I have to fight that homo novice in the shack that I missed, like, right there. And then I get to go forward with the rest of it. And the whole, like, oh, there's more novices that come through. I'm like, okay. We're progressing and gets to the elevator. We get there. We get to the, the, uh, the tower section. Both of you know me pretty well. I don't like deep anything. This deep sea or just, like, drop off. So I am a person who has vertigo. Uh, for some of you who don't know, I don't know if it's the same for everybody, if there's different levels of it, but if I get to an edge to where there's a lot bigger drop-off, my body feels like gravity is pushing me towards that edge. Like, I'm always afraid that I'm going to fall off, and I feel that if I get any closer, like, I feel my body is doing this. Like, I'm not moving, but my, I feel in, 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 my, in my mind, like, my body is doing this towards the edge, and if I stay there for too long, I will fall forward. Like, I have my equilibrium is all fucked up when I get towards an edge. The deeper that edge is, the more intense that gets. 
And even on videos, like my friend Mike loves to send me these fucking videos on Instagram. It's like, would you do this? It's some jackass who ties is himself it, to is a string. really your friend if that's what he's doing? He loves to you fucking with me. Time. This is what we call a legacy friend that I've had since high school. He loves fucking with me. So. I, he loves sending me those, like, these assholes just jumping off, like, Grand Canyon with, like, a string or, like, a small kite or some shit. And I hate all of it. They're, they're going off some, some land bridge, and it's, like, some tiny, tiny thing that could fall, like, Indiana Jones style. Like, I'm, those stress me out, and I get anxious, like, anxiety watching them. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine, because this, this, this is a good-looking game, you're getting to the outside of that tower. Guess what Preston doesn't do the entire game? <laughs> I don't look off the side of the edge. I don't look down. Fuck all that. So when we're on like the ladder and it's and like telling me to press yeah. the button, because you're looking down sometimes, I'm like, no, 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 no. Just press the X button. So you hold up, press X, hold up, press X. Just keep doing it. Because I am like not having anxiety attacks, but like if this was real life, I would be having anxiety attack. I would die in the tower. Yeah. Like, the whole, like, him when he's going off to the edge and, like, you're, like, going in and out of the mind palace yeah. and you're on that precipice. I'm like, this is my fucking nightmare. This is one of the worst things in the world. The only worst thing is, is put me in the deep ocean with giant animals. Like, those are the two things I hate the most in real life. And it's doing one of those to me now. If the fucking game wasn't jump scary enough, this is bad for Press's brain. Um, but we get through that. I love the mind palace kind of thing. It reminds me a lot of, like, intermediate sections of like old Max Payne games where he's in and out of his mind and it's all these weird yeah, yeah. fucking worlds. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, get a little bit of a jump scare because I, at first, like I know that they're chasing me but I don't really notice it and all of a sudden, like towards the end of that, you start seeing the red glow come after you a little bit more and there's one point to where I turn back and it's like Slenderman style to where like that motherfucker is there. I go, oh God, no! And I get the little goosebumps and I'm like, just keep going, just keep going. Don't look back, don't look back. Again, mm-hmm. puts me in the shoes of the character very well because I'm freaking the fuck out during this time. Um, and actually with the uh, multiple doors, uh, I, I fell off the one once. I'm like, okay, well, not if it's white doesn't mean necessarily I can go through it. And the second time I got through it just fine. Um, and yeah, I, I obviously didn't get the moral uh, points to be able to do the secondary ending, but got through it. It's very interesting. Um, I thought it was very cool. I, I For some reason, like... I think it's the coolest thing in the world. Like, it's, obviously, it's a horrible thing, but to mark something with a laser and a missile can go to it, I just, it just that's like some type of science that's almost well like see, well yeah. beyond me. And the fact that I could have this little tripod, this fucking VR boy looking thing, like and shooting down at the area with his little laser and the missile knows get like that was like really cool to me. And wipe out a new species with a Nintendo Virtual Boy. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's you get to the point where it's like. This probably wasn't a great idea. Like, the whole reason, like, this is all happening right now is because we were tossing nukes at each other. I know it's probably a good idea. Like, probably, like, that's your idea of, like, okay, we can just wipe them out with a nuke. But, like, we don't know if the nukes caused them to come. So, like, is this, like, temporarily killing it and making it worse in the long run? Which we'll find out in the next game, probably. Uh, As far as, like, do we reap what we sow? The whole con thing coming back again. It's like, yes. Evil does not beget evil, like, you know... You know, the whole like killing some like eye for an eye kind of shit doesn't always work out very well. Uh, so it's it, it was interesting. Um, I, I I like the game a lot more once you get to this outside of my heights issue and some of the bugs that I had towards the end. Like I, I love the pacing of this last part. Um, yeah. It was more balls to the wall, and like you said, if it gets more action in these next two games, I will enjoy more than this game. But this game developed a really great world. It had a book to go with, so mm-hmm. that helped. Um, but as far as fleshing out that book of a world, it's just like, you know, letters on paper. Like, I think they fleshed it out incredibly well and they did a phenomenal mm-hmm. job. 
So I'll let you guys I'll let you guys rate it before I give my thing. So Alex, if you want to go, then Preston, you can. But yeah, I'll give it as it stands. I'll give it a seven out of ten. Um, okay. I thought it was solid. I thought it told the story we wanted to tell. I thought the the atmosphere and the premise was fantastic. So like you're stuck underground. It would only make sense the way they designed underground, minus the fact like everything's dirty and they would all die of disease. Everything was fantastic um, in that design. The reason I give it a seven is because it's all predicated on what comes later. Again, sure. there's questions that we don't have answers to. So it could pay off really well and maybe like taken as a whole, it would be higher. But as a standalone, I think a seven is a fair, solid number um, for the story that we got. Sure. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I would go, if we're going to do the 10-point scale, I would give it more like 8, um, like 7.58. I, I love the world bidding in this. I feel like the textures like that, like as far as the look of it, the beautiful, the music was fantastic. I thought there were a lot of great ideas on gunplay within this, and I felt that the pacing was maybe not perfect, but like really good. As far as you get some on-rail stuff, you get some more like intense things, you get some like, you know, con- ammo conservative kind of areas, like it's just... It changed up enough to where I didn't feel like I was going, you get to a city, you talk to people, fill up an ammo, you get to another section where you're in some halls, you're fighting a couple waves of enemies, and you just repeat every single time. It did a really well job of giving me more differences and things like that, and the the, the source material helped kind of elevate that beyond just another video game. Uh, so I yeah, I definitely would give this probably like more of like an 8 out of a 10. Uh, that's also put me back in that era of like of, of 2010 kind of deal. Yeah. So... I'm kind of in the middle between, yeah, so on a full 10 points, I'm kind of in the middle of you guys, so I'm probably sitting at like 7.3, like 7.3, 7.5, somewhere yeah, in there. Um, yeah, somewhere along those. I think it's a very, not very, but it's, so it is a flawed uh, swing for the fences kind of thing. Like it is, I think it is super ambitious, especially for the time. And I think the the swing for the fences, like sort of design decisions they made, still totally do what they're supposed to do for better and for worse. But like they, like what Preston you mentioned with the pacing and stuff, I think it nails. I love the way it does its pacing, especially and it and its its relentlessness for its design. Like it, like I said, for better or for worse, it sticks to that that design. Like. Yes. It really makes you feel like you are living in the shittiest timeline. Like everything is just mm-hmm. duct tape and bubble gum together, and shit just doesn't. Like your grenades are basically just like glass and 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 gravel all wrapped up, like putting the ends on, yeah, yeah, and all sorts of shit like that. And you have like you have guns that are just pumped full of air that you're just like, I'm just loading shit in here. Like, it's just like pellets and other shit that we're finding to like blast at people because it's what I got. Like, you know, and it really does every single bit of their design, I think does feed into that sort of overall design philosophy, right? Of like trying to sell this world. Um, and I think by and large they succeed. There's, there are certain things that I think, um, from a technical perspective, that like so the bug that you're talking about, Preston, um, it totally happened to me. It's it you'll you'd be able to see it in the footage. But I, 
I ran forward a little bit and I didn't kill the thing that was supposed to be behind me or whatever. And so he just wouldn't move. So I'm like running around trying to figure it out. I ran back outside. I died and reloaded and then just let him lead. And it was totally fine. It worked as it should have. So I, you know, there's little, and, and that does not, that's not the only thing. Like there's plenty of little random little hiccups that might happen here or there. Um, but, and I think to your point, Alex, again, I, I, I do know that that's the story continues and we get a bunch of answers. Um, but I would like, I would have liked a couple extra breadcrumbs. Like it's, it's very interesting and it's still, I think even going back to it, it's still, it's still just as interesting as I found it the first time that I played it. So like, I'm still just as invested in, as in playing the other ones as I was before. Um, it just sort of, I wish there's two things. I wish there was a couple extra breadcrumbs of stories that we could have, we could have found out. Um, maybe, you know, like even if it was just some earlier stuff, like, Hey, when was the first, when did we start seeing homo novices? Like, what was the weird thing? Like, when did they start showing? What is it? Anything, you know? just something i who knows it could have been anything but then also um i think the biggest criticism that i have that does not work for me is i think and i do know that it's fixed in later entries it's 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 a lot more clear but if you're gonna have a hidden morality system which i'm totally fine with but you need to signpost those moments a little clearer like and some of them they do, right? So like when you see the kid and you he wants he's asking for change, right? And you can give him a bullet. Like that's a very clear moment of if I don't do this, then the screen goes black for a second. It's like, okay, something happened there. And if I do do it, like if I were to reload and go like, okay, well, I'll try giving him one, and then the screen flashes white and it's sort of like a little brighter sound, you're like Okay, something happened, clearly. Right. So I can go there. And then, you know, there's there's other ones. Like, when you listen to Khan's speech at the, in the chapters that we just talked about, if you listen to his full speech and don't you go leave, flash. you get the white flash. And you I get thought I was having, like, a weird, like, mind thing again. But no, that, that was just a morality check but, right there. Yeah, so, so that's that's it. another one, right? So, like, that's but, so like moments like that I'm okay with. Like, if it, it, they're optional things that you can see on the side and... You know whether you do them or not, and or or how you interact with them as a choose. The ones that I don't like is, it's like, hey, um, if you don't, if you stealth kill certain people, and or if you don't kill anybody in these certain sections, or you only stealth kill, or you you only knock out, or whatever, those will give you moral or bad points, but they won't do the screen flash. They'll sort of just happen in the background, and the game will just calculate it for you. Um, similar, and another one is like, you know, if you end up, there's like, if somebody dies, like a teammate dies or whatever, and you loot like a corpse or something like that, right? Like, if you try to take the bullets or something like that, that can also cause bad, or if you leave it alone, it'll, it'll give you good or whatever. And a lot of those ones are like totally, it's, those are weird ones, right? Like, I think it's not, it, it wouldn't be very clear to somebody, especially when, you're in a situation where ammo's running low and you're trying to escape with the rest of your friends. Like, it seems weird to punish somebody for taking ammo, regardless of whether that was a friend who just died or not. Like, right. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, like, 
rest in pepperonis, my friend, but like we still got people that are trying to leave out of here and what are you going to do with that ammo? Like that doesn't, it's weird, right? So I don't know. I, I think that that moral system and some of the other things that I had mentioned would, would knock it down. But in general, I still think it is definitely worth playing. And like I said, a very ambitious attempt at something truly unique. Like it really does create like a, a commitment to its its design that I think not a lot of games pull off, especially modern day video games where you know a game of this level like a it would be closer to like a triple A right, but like a game of that quality like are so designed by committee, especially today that it's like it's all a dime a dozen. Like you know if there's a if somebody tells you that a game is like Assassin's Creed today, you know exactly how it's going to play, and it's going to do the same shit. They might be a little different, but you're going to climb up towers. It's going to uncover part of the map. You're going to go do these things. And just because it has a different coat of paint on it doesn't mean that you're not doing the same thing, right? Like and, you this, can, and you can immediately name games like that, whether it's like Assassin's Creed, Horizon, you know, uh, the game I play, the Tokyo, Ghostwire Tokyo. So like yeah. You immediately can pick out games just like that. Right, like, and like I said, and you're exactly right. And it's like, if they might have different coats of paint on them, but the gameplay mechanics are still the same bullshit that you do in those ones. Whereas, like Pressman was saying with a lot of the gunplay and stuff, it is very unique. Like, it is true to, like, it, it really tries to stick to it. And I, I think it's, I admire it for that a lot. And I still, going back to it, I think, like I said, it's, it's, it's flawed, but it is still absolutely worth playing. Even all the, the warts and all kind of thing. Like, it, it still accomplishes its job of when you get done playing that game, you're like, I am, I am definitely in to play more. Like it is, it's mm. super interesting. It kept me on my toes. The the action to lull sort of roller coaster, they nail in my opinion. It's really really good and well done. Um, yeah, so that's I'm kind of for my the the final score rating is kind of in between you guys, but yeah, it's I'm. That's um, it's it's real oh, good. I'm also interested to see what happens again as like things get newer, technology gets better. I really liked the pacing and the length of these levels. Yeah, and they never ever say they're welcome. So it'll be interesting to see by the time we get to the one that was only like 2018 or 2016 or whatever. Like, are we playing 50 minute levels? Right? Are they like wide open? Like, do they lose that little bit of? linearness that makes this game so charming and, and kind of push you yeah. forward. So, it could. So it'll yeah, be interesting. I have no idea. It'll be interesting to see how the story or how the series uh, continues trajectory wise. Yeah. I've, the last little thing I'll say on mm-hmm. it is that this, the reason I give it such a high score uh, compared to like what I would be like, like I seven, 7.5 is probably a good, good, like rough estimate. But like the fact that if this wasn't fucking 2023 and I didn't have 50,000 games to play right now, like, <laughs> I would 1000% play this game again. Cause I, like I said, I barely ever use the grenades I didn't really use those like old old pressurized guns very often. Like really, I think I used it for a little bit. But, like okay, well, I still kind of like the other weapons. I there, there are different settings I would try. Like I would have tried like the more hardcore setting where like you're really trying to deal with like less HUD. If I was gonna like do that. it again, I would, I would change I would the audio. I would play it in Russian. Yeah, yeah I, would I would be like okay, I'm gonna make sure we get all these diaries because I was, I wanted to get that more of that world building because like those diaries are really great. They're just. There's, there's a lot of replay value because the first time you go through it, you don't realize some of these things are happening. And, like, the whole moral thing you would have found out later on probably from, like, people just reviewing it. Like, oh, there's, like, an alternate. Yeah. Like, no shit. Like, I definitely need to play this again and start going through, scour some of this shit to get the moral, like, kind of points. And it's just this, – this game has, like, for, for it being so linear 
and being a game of its age, there there's a lot more replay value in this than I would have expected. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It makes me get my aim towards more of the eight. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. No. Cool. All right. Well, that is our review and our our book club of Metro Twenty Thirty Three Redux. Um, coming up next is it's my pick. Mm -hmm. It is my game. I'm excited. It, I think it's a good pick. So we are going to dive into Beyond Good and Evil. Um, yeah. HD. I'm, HD. I'm really excited about this one for a couple of reasons, mostly because that game turns 20 this year. Oh. Um, so it came out, yeah, it came out in 2000 and Trace. So it's 20 years old. I think it's going to be really interesting for us to look at it retrospectively because, like, so many people review this game as like one of the best games ever made. Yeah. Um, by a company, U yeah, by a company Ubisoft that is not, I think, the Ubisoft that they were then. So it's going to be really Ooh. fun, interesting view of like, a, how does this game hold up, and b, how does the studio look now comparatively? So I'm I think really this is excited the about this. First game that all three of us have never finished. Preston and I have dabbled mm -hmm. a little bit before but it's never, never... Even touched this game ever. no you oh, and no, so i have alex dabbled, and i have played yeah. you and i have dabbled preston so I, so I don't think i've ever made it past like the first couple levels so it'll yeah it'll be the first time that all three of us are coming in fresh so i heard great things but now yes. it up, so. um and of course i had the level list up for everybody earlier and so we are going to in case you want to play along with us um there are more levels, I believe, than this, but the way we kind of have the wiki, it breaks it down, it breaks it down by what they call mission, but it looks like um, areas. So we are going to play through mission one, which is the Dom's attack, and it's the tutorial, and we're going to play through mission two, which is the Black Isle. Now, forgive me, because I'm not sure what is all-encompassing, but I think it's just both of those entire locations. We will stop when we get to uh, Nutriplis factory and sadly that is like the name of that i don't that's the it, until i hear it said in game that's the best i got right yeah. so but you know as um, soon as you finish the black isle area you can stop yep so that's what we're gonna play through um we're looking at this thing probably being uh three maybe two parts depending on how quickly we get through some of sure. this but that's what we're looking at so yeah we're excited that's what we're diving into next we hope you can play along with us and uh the, this last one was a good pick, so hopefully this next game doesn't ruin it because I really liked sure. Metro was good. So, yeah. yeah. Um, with that, you know the typical stuff. Uh, Preston, it is, it is like I gotta go to bed, man. Dude, so I haven't you know had what dinner yet. All I've had to eat was a salad at lunch today. Like I am Preston, gonna go eat something. <laughs> yeah. So let's do it. Hit it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Testing Room. To catch up on past episodes or check out the newest ones when they drop, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If watching is more your thing, check out youtube.com at the testing room or twitch tv slash testing room pod. To leave comments and ask questions, follow us on Instagram at testing room pod and email us at testingroompod at gmail.com. See you next time.